Ho, ho, holy shit. The holidays are already here. What are we going to do? Well, your friends here at HMG have just the idea for you. Put together the ultimate HMG Russo brand holiday gift basket this year for the wrestling fan on your list. Every wrestling fan would love to open up a present with great merchandise from all of our sponsors. Get the limited edition Russo Bro Coffee from thebrosters.com. And bam! Bam! You can spice up your holiday with ODB's official barbecue sauce available now at odbsmeetandgreet.com. That's O-D-B-S. Meet, M-E-A-T, and greet, G-R-E-E-T, dot com. And when you're cooking your favorite holiday dishes, make sure to use Zordos olive oil. For the best-tasting, ultra-premium, great olive oil on the market, go to ZordosOliveOil.com. Make a fantastic gift basket for the foodie and wrestling fan on your list. Wear your Benjamin gear when you want to trigger Aunt Karen at the dinner table this year. It heals over strong all holiday long when you support all of our great HMG sponsors. Make sure to get the perfect gift for yourself and subscribe to channelattitude.com today so you can get all of your favorite Hami Media Group shows and support independent media and content creators in the new year. Your law. <laughs> Through the years, we all remember when we first witnessed a national tragedy. We remember the good times and the bad times through either a song, a TV show, a monumental sports achievement, or even the smell of a particular food from when we were young. Welcome to the show that will take you on a journey through time to relive those iconic moments. Welcome to RTW Rewind, where old school rules. So, without any further delay, let's introduce you to the host of the show, Rad Rob Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome back to RTW Rewind. I'm your host, Rad Rob Rob Francois. I hope everybody's doing well all around the world. Thank you for joining us. As we're recording this, it is just a few days before Christmas. So I thought it'd be timely to do a little show about our favorite Christmas movies. And the person I have with me today is, well, he wasn't my first choice, but, you know, Ray was busy. In any event, I'm just, I'm, I'm busting his balls. He's, he's the first three-time guest on this show, by the way. Uh, it is my friend, the one and only, the vet. Jamie Williams. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, Rob. Uh, we all know that I was your first choice. So you don't have to lie to no, Of people. course. No, of course you are. But uh, I have a confession to make. Okay. I've never actually seen a Christmas movie. Uh, so you can find me at Opinion Haver everywhere. This has been our show. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. Um. Ah, who are we kidding? Uh, I've seen every Christmas movie. Uh, we even talked about in our comedy 
show. We did. Yeah. Probably a handful of Christmas <laughs> movies as well. That's so true. that's true. Um, well, let me ask but, you. This. Uh, let me let, let me ask you this. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. What is the earliest memory you have of seeing a Christmas movie? Can you remember which one you saw first? Maybe as a kid. No, no, I've been watching this stuff since before I have a before I have a memory. So I get, <laughs> but but I guess that brings up a interesting uh, starting point because um, we could talk about before we get into maybe proper movies. We can talk about those specials that they used to run on TV. You know, uh, uh, you know, like the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, yep. and you know those type of things. So, uh, so you a big you a big Christmas guy, Rob? Um, you know, I used to be. Uh, and then I grew up, uh, but now that I have a daughter, she's kind of dragged me back into it, you know, uh, and just seeing the excitement through her, uh, kind of, you know, picks up my Christmas spirit again. So I was, a, I was a curmudgeon, uh, uh, yeah, Scrooge for a while. What about you? Uh, the, the, the same, except for the part about getting back into it through kids, um, <laughs> But I, I, I was, I guess I was, like, I always look forward to Christmas, but that was probably just my childish greed, knowing that it was present time. Right. You know, right. that was probably mostly what it was uh, for me. Um, but yeah, but I, but when I was a kid, yes, definitely, definitely a big uh, thing I looked forward to. Um, that's the, you know how, you know how you, uh, now as older men, we kind of wake up and we're just like, geez, where did 2021 go? I, <laughs> yeah, I, you, you don't realize how fast time is moving, but the slowest time ever is, is when you're a child waiting to open your presents before Christmas, that will give you the longest, you know, uh, per second, uh, <laughs> time increments of your, of your life. Um, but uh, but I do remember like watching, like I said, all those like um, you know, there's the the, the Rankin and Bass sort of uh, cartoons like, um, or what 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 about the the Rudolph the the Frosty? Yep. Like what who who made those? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly who made those. Um, I remember like Rudolph was like a claymation thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then. Frosty would always play, you know, either before or right after, uh, and I don't remember. But to this day, I believe they still play them. I think um, they do. Yeah. And you know, I kind of got my daughter into that uh, last couple of years. But you know, that's back as far as I can remember. You know, like you mentioned, Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, that mm-hmm. was always a staple of, of ours watching up you know, as a kid. Uh, but yeah, those are the three you know cartoons for me that sticks out uh, from my earliest memories. Um. There's some other ones like okay, well the Grinch obviously. Right. Uh, I now now that your heart has grown three sizes uh, <laughs> again, you can you can sort of relate to this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's another? Uh, I think there was okay. So one one that I particularly liked when I was a kid that's kind of obscure. You may remember it though. If anybody's going to remember it, it'd be you. Uh, is the it, it was like a Jim Henson one? It was called the Christmas Toy. Doesn't ring a bell. No, huh? Yeah. So it, it's Muppet esque, but it doesn't have like any of the famous Muppets that that we know. But anyway, it's about like 
and, and this is long before Toy Story, but it was about these, uh, like, these toys on Christmas that come to life after, uh, you know, after everyone goes away. Mm-hmm. And they're worried because there's a new toy on Christmas, and they're worried that the new toy is going to take their place and they're going to be forgotten. Um, so if you have not seen this and you can and you can uh, seek it out, I, I think it's worth a watch for nostalgia purposes. I mean, that's what we're all about here, right? Right. No, you're right. And you are just a wealth of information. Like, it is amazing what's inside that dome of yours. Like, you can remember the most obscure shit I've ever heard of. Uh, but no, I've it's sad that we're talking about a Jim Henson project that's <laughs> obs- you know, and, and saying obscure. this obscure. No, it's true. But know? I mean, not having any Muppets in it, like why i wonder why he made that choice and not just cash in on on the easy you know the easy money not even really like um like a cameo right like there wasn't there, there wasn't like yeah. a, a sesame street character in the background right, or, right. or 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 anything like that it it was uh it was it was like a, a stuffed cat <laughs> and there was I, I can't god i can't remember his name but the uh i'll look it up but okay. but and so the cat was like a toy and then there was a cat toy named Mew, like one of those little mice that has like the little button eyes right. or whatever. It's right. like a little catnip mouse or whatever and and he's a toy and they were like friends and they would argue over like, you know, he would like talk down to Mew because he was just a cat toy, you know. <laughs> so there's a little racism there in the uh in the christmas toy and the new toy was named meteora and it was like a she was like a, a cool like um like a barbie doll but like he-man like she mm-hmm. she had a sword and she's purple you know like yeah. and you know and it was it was like a little musical uh uh deal so um they were all worried about being replaced by the cool new toy meteora which like uh, you said in toy story you know they were all worried about buzz lightyear coming in um Given the relationship with Disney and uh, Jim Henson and the Muppets, do you think maybe that idea was uh, the original inspiration for Toy Story? It definitely could have been. It, it's hard to ignore it. I mean, Toy Story obviously took it on a whole different level. Right. Um, and didn't necessarily have a Christmas theme to it. but uh, Just the concept of, like, you know, being, yeah. you know, toys being replaced, coming to life after the kids are gone or whatever, and and worried about being replaced i mean that's literally the the foundation of toy story right and there's a um i don't remember about this but uh in toy story or any of the toy stories but there's also a scene where um mew gets caught like he's he's uh i think it's mew that gets caught and he's see, like he's seen or somebody one of the toys is seen and becomes like frozen that's like the <laughs> the thing that like when when you get when you basically get sort of caught um then that's like the death sentence right so of course you know it figures into the end of the movie where somebody gets caught and then they get brought back by the power of like you know christmas or whatever i don't remember they save the day you know you can't get that dark on a, on a tv special but i i used to really love that um that one and um there was like a whole there was like a whole VHS tape of stuff that I guess my mom had recorded off of TV that was all like sort of Christmas themed specials and stuff. So and another one was like uh, the uh, uh, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. I, dude, you're reading my mind. That was the next one I was going to bring up. Good job. Okay, well, talk about it. Uh, th- that featured. Was you know, this your favorite version of the Christmas Carol? Of it all was time? actually, and it actually probably still is to this day. 
uh, like the, the movie version, like the, the short movie, like scared the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the Mickey's Christmas Carol uh, was really, really good with um, you know Mickey playing. Uh, who who played Hoskin? Uh, the, the little kid there. Um, what the what the fuck is the kid's name? Um, the the kid, the Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. So you, you had Tiny Tim. Uh, you had uh, the poor guy who was like Bob Hoskin, or I forgot what the fuck his name was. Uh, and then you had Scrooge McDuck, who played Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, and then I was, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, yeah, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> that's for, 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 Red Bob, what the fuck is Bob wrong with Cratchit? Cratchit. That yeah, that's fucking close enough. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, thank you for correcting me. Um, but yeah, it, you know, Scrooge was Scrooge McDuck was visited by the you know the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future. So as a kid, uh, I I did enjoy that. I still enjoy watching that one to this day. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was the next one I was going to touch on. Did you ever see the, the actual like movie ver- like the original movie version like from the I don't know fucking fifties or sixties? How yeah? How many movie versions are well, there? Uh, I, I, that's a good good point. I think uh, I think so. I mean, I must have at some point. There was one to me that was uh, just fucking horrifying as a kid. Like one of the ghosts was just like. Mm, like Grim Reaper type shit, like I don't know. Yeah, the Ghost of Christmas Future, yeah, obviously. Right? The fuck That's out, always man. the right, and and the, and it usually is depicted in that that way. Like the, uh, uh, even the Mickey's Christmas Carol one is like very ominous looking. Yeah. Like it's just a black, you know, black cloaked figure that you can't see inside the hood, and you know, type and, thing. And, and then he shows you your grave, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember that growing up as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else when I was younger. Well, while, you're, while you're thinking about it, yeah. um, I, I've looked up the Christmas toy, and I want to okay. correct a couple of details. I actually have a copy on DVD. I'm just not going to go over and get it. But, um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a toy tiger named Rugby was the main character. Uh, okay. And uh, oddly enough, the kid in the movie, believe it or not, named Jamie. Uh, oh, I don't think that has anything to do with me liking it because the kid barely figures into it. <laughs> I, they're mostly like disembodied voices off screen, I think. And there's a picture here from the Christmas toy on, you know, would I Google it or whatever, and it, it, it has Kermit. So maybe he does make a. Oh, okay. uh, there right. is a cameo appearance, right. but he's not part of the main story. He he probably would have been like introducing it. I don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so just to correct myself there. Um. Uh. So other Christmas specials. There had to have been more than that. Well, there was the uh, Star Wars Christmas special in what 1978 ooh. or whatever. Um, hmm. Which I've heard the audio version of it, but I've never actually seen the video of it. But I heard it was it was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> right. I've never actually watched the whole thing, or I, but I have seen parts of it, and it, it was you know very famous for uh, being one of the worst things to ever happen. Ever. Yeah. But I mean, they're trying to cash in on you know the recent, you know, uh, just to, how it blew up in the box office at that point. I mean, every, Star Wars, everything was being sold. So why not? Hey, why not make a fucking Christmas special with you know characters that have nothing? <laughs> well, to I'll do tell you Christmas. why not. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they found out why yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just because I mean, <laughs> just because you cash in on something doesn't mean it has to be the shits. Good uh, point. I, I I don't know why you wouldn't. It's not like they're. <laughs> they can't afford to get the talented. I don't know. I don't know. Really, know what they were thinking with that? Honestly, don't. Like very again, bizarre. Just, like when you see the concepts yeah. that they had for that. 
No, it is bizarre, uh, but it, like, again, I mean, it was the biggest name at that time. The biggest, I wouldn't say it wasn't a, really a franchise yet, but it was the top attraction uh, that, you know, outsold every other movie uh, in history. So, I mean, I do kind of understand from a, a business standpoint why they did it, uh, but obviously whoever was in charge of writing it and directing it, which I don't even know if Lucas had a part of it, um, but it, it was pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, I don't know, you know, uh, going through this sort of list here of different um, Christmas uh, deals, I think we covered most of the things, uh, most of the ones I remember anyway. We talked about Rudolph and Frosty, like... Yep. Uh, which one's the one that's like uh, heat miser, snow miser? There's a there's a name for that special that's um, that I forget. I don't think it was Frosty. I don't but, know. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. And I mean, I'm sure I know. I just I'm so fucking old. I can't. Well, you know the song, right? Of course. Of course, well, of Ralph course. knows the song. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not I gonna mean, put him on the spot here on the air. We're not, we're not gonna have to do that. No, nah, of course I know. Of course. Yeah. I just I don't. Yeah. I don't have my. I didn't properly warm up my my voice, so I, I don't want to. My talking voice. No, don't voice, sing it. I don't, don't want to sing. sing. No, I don't want to sing. It. Uh, the year without a Santa Claus is is the the name of the movie, uh, or show, or special, or whatever. That was. It, it's just. It's just like in the same. Uh, same category as the Rudolph and um, and Frosty thing. Stop motion animation, right? Um, and usually comes on around the same so uh, the same time of year. Uh, so they might play those back to back to back if they definitely. Um, but yeah, so those ones and the ones we already talked about. I mean, I, I did like the Grinch a lot, like the cartoon. Me However, too. me too. There is another version out there. Actually, two now, I guess. Uh, I didn't watch this newest one. Um, probably because I did watch the one with Jim Carrey and said, you know, that this this was supposed to be what it was and is not supposed to be what it is here. Right. Uh, but, what, but what do you think? Is this going to be one of our arguments? No, no. Well, I... I, I didn't see the newer one. I did love the Jim Carrey one. I thought he was okay. That's the argument. Okay. Well, I mean, Jim I thought one. I thought he was perfect for that role. Do you think he overacted as normal? I mean, of course. I mean, why wouldn't you want him to? You know, like I understand him being in the position. Like, why wouldn't you want to have Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey? But it's to me, the movie's just not that good. I don't think that it can sustain, like, the story of the Grinch is not meant to be sustained for, like, a, a super long, full-length film, because we all know where it's going. Right. So you're basically just making us sit there for longer. Good point. That's and good point. on top of that, you know, just it being painfully unfunny, uh, <laughs> just, just so that we could see a weird human in prosthetic makeup. I don't know if it was worth it in the end, but some people seem to like it. No, I did. I enjoyed uh, it. I mean, now that you broke, you know, now that you kind of disparaged it that way, maybe I need to go back and watch it and, and you know. It with, seems to be a recurring eyes. theme whenever I'm on. It really is. The, like uh, uh, the yeah. RTW Rewind. I have fond memories making, of things. Making Rad Rob rethink his life choices. Yep. You just smash all my dreams. That's that's great. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what the, 
That's, that's, what you do. that's the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That is the true meaning of Christmas. Smash everyone's dreams. That's right. Um, uh, did you ever get into the older movies like uh, Miracle on 34th Street, uh, you know, stuff like that? Like TBS would always play that shit every year. NBC would play uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Were you a fan of the older stuff? Because you're kind of a savant, right? I mean, you and you're a throwback. You do like a lot. I mean, we talked about, you know, the Groucho and Harpo and the Marx Brothers and all that. So I imagine mm-hmm. that uh, you're your knowledge goes back as far as you know the original christmas movies yes um they don't necessarily hold a special place for me but i've seen them and and uh they they deserve their place i would say um for for me uh i don't have any of those that i have to go back to and 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 rewatch and stuff my mother watches it's a wonderful life every single year on mm-hmm. christmas eve that's just she's just going to do that yeah um and despite her doing that every single year for my entire life and before um i've seen the movie probably exactly once or maybe twice okay uh and it's it's a good movie and, and it's kind of where you know a lot of these movies come from like um What's the one where Nicolas Cage, uh, a family man, or something like that? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Is that is that a similar similar story? Yeah. Like they 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 like to redo this. You know, what if things were different? Right. Kind of deal. Yeah. And so it, you can kind of trace that back to a Wonderful Life. A lot of these. Um, so it's definitely a classic. Are, do you like the uh, the classics? I do. Uh, I do. I like I like that and I like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, I I typically watch them if I have time whenever they come on. Um, I wouldn't say they're my go to, but if they're on, I'll definitely watch it. You know, just for you know nostalgia purposes and all that. Uh, one movie I don't watch, and I completely hate, and I don't know if we're going to argue in this or not, but uh, I've argued with quite a few people on this. Okay, I do not like a Christmas story. Okay. At all. Detest it. I can see how uh, that could cause a lot of arguments. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead and explain your reasoning, and uh, then I'll see what I can add to it. Because um, I'm, you know, right off the bat, I'm just going to say I can take it or leave it, especially at this point in time. Right. Um, um, watching it as, I think, when I was a teenager when I first saw it. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like it. Uh, and maybe it's because everyone else loved it or maybe because mm. it played fucking round the clock on TBS or whatever. Mm. Uh, I thought maybe it was overhyped. I've even gone back later and watched it. I'm just, I, I, for whatever reason, I have a fucking strong hatred for it and I can't mm. really explain why. I just, mm. I, 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 I think you kind of did. Yeah. Think you kind of did, Rob. Because this is another theme that I've noticed here on RTW Rewind is that <laughs> you are a victim of the hype monster. Mm-hmm. You can let other people influence your opinion, even if they're not directly influencing it. You're you 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 seem to be not that I would guess this about you, but just based on evidence of what we've talked about in the past, you seem to be one of those cross your arms like, oh, I'll, we'll see if this is good or not type <laughs> things because. Uh, when when you hear about something a lot and it's hyped up, you probably hate the Christmas toy. Now that I talked about it, um, it's, no, uh, but but I get it. Like 
first of all, I don't know how you made it to your teenage years before you saw Christmas Story. That's fair. That yeah. was already weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember watching that in school, like grade school. Like the teachers would put that on, like, here, shut up, kids. You <laughs> right, know, right, like, right. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> and it's a little bit. Um, for for kids of that age at that time period, it's it was their, a kind of edgy. I was gonna say, yeah, it's I over think their head. compared to the normal cartoon crap that right. they would want us to watch, right? I, agreed. So, I definitely liked parts of it a lot, and as a movie, I think it's good. But it definitely after the you know the Turner Network started playing it around the clock, yeah. It's kind of like, okay, like, I totally understand if you're the type of person that, you know, like my mother would throw It's a Wonderful Life on in the background. Yeah. Not that she sit there intently watches it with a mug of cocoa or whatever every single year, but she has it on. It's going to be on. Um, And this is, this can be that where any particular time you pass through the room you'll see like an iconic scene or whatever the the movie's built out of iconic scenes pretty much you know at this point yeah part of what makes them iconic is that by them doing that where they play it every single year for 24 hours that day um you know different generations will get to experience this over and over so they can all have their you know their own experiences with it um so but for us that have seen it, it's like, ugh, enough already. You know, like, yeah. I don't ever need to see the guy. I have most of the movie committed to memory. Right. Um, but there is there is a lot of good stuff in it if you can get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> um, so um, the, best, the best scene to me is the scene where, uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this one on the comedy thing, but because because we might have brought this up at some point but I, I remember talking to somebody about it but yeah just the just the scene where uh when ralphie gets to the mall santa and he finally like he wants to tell santa that he wants the red rider bb gun for christmas and he forgets what he wants and everybody's like come on kid like the elves are like pissed at him and, and then he's he gets uh santa says how about a nice football and throws, like gets ready to shove him down the slide and then he stops himself comes back says he wants the red rider bb gun but the, the whole spiel he says at a rapid fire pace and after all that santa just looks at him and is like you should try out kid you know like dude and then pushes him down with his boot like yeah. that he boots ralphie down the slide that's come on it doesn't get much better than that well actually it does but uh for that movie, for that movie it doesn't yeah. get much better than that no it's true um, and you know that this is not one of those like well I, maybe you know maybe jamie i'll just go back and watch it no never never no, ever ever you've seen it you never. know it yeah you know no, it. i know it's uh <laughs> no, I, it I, is, I think i think here's here's the deal too rob i think uh, the people that like it really overrate it. They do. Like they they re- like it's like. Have you ever seen another movie? Like, do you know anything about anything? Uh, well, I have friends I, that I, have, I get how they can be insufferable sometimes. Right, but I mean, I have friends that have the fucking boot lamp or leg lamp, or whatever the fuck it is. Like grown fucking four year old. Yeah, must be Italian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> come, on. The, ah, come on. Ah, yeah, no, I, I I don't go that far as to buy a fucking lamp like that, but. You, you touched on a point, and you actually kind of struck a nerve. Uh, and it's a little bit off topic, but fuck, I never stay on topic anyway. It's your show. It's my show. I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, yeah. I do th- hate things that are overhyped. 
I, I've never seen the Hobbits shit. I've never seen the fucking Lord of the Rings. Uh, I never saw fucking any of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, anything that's like super fucking overhyped or has 9,000. <laughs> has lots fucking, of English people in it. Yeah, fuck them too, right? And dwarfs yeah. and shit. No, Understandable. Uh, but no, so you, you are right about that. I kind of avoid the hype train. That's, I don't know, maybe just something ingrained in my, my brain or my personality. Uh, but no, I haven't seen any real popular franchises. Like, I mean, of course, there's Star Wars and Star Trek and you know shit I grew up on. Uh, but as I got older, and maybe I just don't like fucking you know wizardry and elves and fucking weird shit. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe, right. maybe, perhaps. But uh, well, you know, I I think everybody likes to feel like they discovered something, right? Yeah. Like it, it's a cliche to have like a band that you like. And then they get really popular, and everybody likes them, and you don't like them as much. Like right. that—that that does happen. That's not necessarily an uncommon trait, and it happens to everybody. Rob, you may be surprised to find that even happens to me sometimes. No, get the fuck out of here. Yes, even me. But what I do, this is what I do, especially this is what I do when it comes to movies. Okay, because when I was growing up, uh, in, in the formative years, when I really started getting in movies, like in my, you know adolescent like 13 and up like that that's when i'm like okay now i'm like now i'm gonna be the savant guy right uh and what i would do is uh you know when i was like in high school and stuff i would watch movies all night long hbo showtime whatever whatever movies were on i would watch them and then uh during the summer vacation uh, i would go to the movie theaters and i'd sit in the theater all day and watch like three uh movies or whatever it is like i'd theater hop and see the different movies that were out and just keep keep watching movies and stuff like that uh my record is four i don't know if you can do more than four in a movie theater in one day because simply because of the way the times line up (laughs) most of them overlap so you'd have to miss part of it but four full films in one day i think is is the most you can do and i've done that um the the point of this is to say like i saw a lot of movies whether i wanted to really see them or whether i didn't right uh because it gives you that frame of reference so that you can look at other things and say uh yes this is good yes this is not so when people have hyped a movie before i've gotten to see it and i see it and i'm evaluating how i feel about it the one thing i think of is if i was just on my couch as a teenager at three in the morning and this came on and i had no idea what it was how would i feel about it then like is it good enough that i'd be like i'm glad i was up at three in the morning to see that or is it really just not for me that's the way i I make that separation is so um so even though i may like your perception can be colored by other people somewhat uh at the end you you can still recognize okay like can i step outside myself and say yes this is good can i recognize it for its own merits apart from you know because even to make a terrible movie it takes a lot of talented people and a lot of hard work (laughs) that's true so that's true i mean look at you know hulk hogan's movies (laughs) yes look at every (laughs) single one of them um you see the background here which you know people are watching and listening at audio they don't know what it is but Christmas Vacation is my all-time favorite. I don't know if we touched on it earlier uh, in our previous shows, but this is the movie, and I have two. I have this and Elf uh, that I have to watch 
every single year. I know it's slapstick. I know, you know, it's a lot of it doesn't make sense, you know, but I don't know. It just, uh, it's just something I have to watch every year, and I never get tired of it. Uh, what are your thoughts on vacation? Are you a fan of it? I want to say yes. The reason I say I want to say is because, not like you, uh, I don't watch it every year. It's not like a huge favorite of mine. I If I go by my own memory... I think Christmas Vacation is my favorite of the vacation movies, mm-hmm. comedy-wise. Yep. Um, and then followed by the first one, yep. then the actually maybe the Vegas one, and then European. I the think Euro- is nobody the worst. likes European. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although it did have that great scene with the roundabout where they get stuck. That's uh, fair. That's, that's fair. fair. But uh, but yeah, Christmas Vacation. I, I seem to remember liking it, but I, I couldn't. I can't tell you anything that happens in it because I just haven't seen it in so long. I, well, I mean, everybody knows, you know, shitter's full. I mean, that's that's an iconic line, right, from, from <laughs> Cousin Eddie here. Um, but no, for me, it's just, yeah. And maybe because it came out in 89, and 89 was like my favorite year because I was like 13. Uh, it seems to be everyone's real house when they're 12 and 13. They always kind of love that year. Don't ask me why. I don't know, puberty or fucking who knows. Um, so maybe that's why I love it so much. It's more of a nostalgia thing or like your mom, she just watches it every single year. Uh, but no, I, I literally intently watch it, uh, every single year. And elf is another one. Uh, I was, you know, I'm a huge fan of that movie. Um, what are your thoughts on elf? I think elf, we definitely talked about during the comedies, uh, and uh, I do, I, I think Elf was like a really good, like, see, that came along at a time when, you know, uh, they are done making classic <laughs> Christmas movies and entertainment. Right. You know, we got the Grinch for Christ's sake. Yeah. And, uh, and then, and then, so you see some, t- for a new movie to come along about Christmas and become like, uh, be as good as it was and become the, the hit that it has Dude, this is like Elf cereal now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> true. What what other random movie gets a cereal? Right. You know, a, a yeah. movie that's not like part of some big franchise. You know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, Star Wars gets a cereal. Elf gets a cereal. <laughs> um, so so that's pretty impressive. So yeah, I but I, I liked it from the start. I mean, it's Will Ferrell is you know not everybody's cup of tea, and we've talked about him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you don't really like Will Ferrell, I think you'll be fine with him here because he's kind of not, I mean, he is Will Ferrell. Like there's a reason why he's playing this part, right? but he, he's not going to be the obnoxious overbearing character that he usually plays. It's more like he's a child. Yeah. He's innocent. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and, uh, and everybody else in it's great. James Caan. You know, yes. they just get James Conn to, to sell <laughs> sell for Buddy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's so good. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm a, I, I I really like Elf. It's especially impressive t- for a movie to come out in I want to say 2003, uh, and and become a classic because everything usually made after the turn of the millennium. You know, like it, it's. <laughs> It's like some cash grab or some remake or something that's just not that cool. Right. And uh, this has become like a lot of people's favorite Christmas movies. So that's saying something, right? Yeah, absolutely right. 
Uh, a favorite of my wife's, which I've come to be quite fond of, was Christmas with the Cranks. Really, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's not something Does she I've... listen to the show? No. no. Okay, yeah. Uh, typical, mediocre. Uh, this is what you get when you ask a woman their opinion. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. You weren't. Fr- I mean, Tim Allen. <laughs> Only played- half kidding. No, Only t- half kidding. Tim Allen played a good role. Uh, I thought he did yeah. a good job as kind of the, the Scroogey guy that you know changes his mind in the end, and um, you know having Jamie Lee Curtis chase after the fucking canned ham. I don't. Uh, there's in her obviously in the bikini and all that too. So there's lots of good moments in that movie. I think this is typical of what I was saying about trying to make something after the year 2000. <laughs> okay. Was it, but, but was it, was this in the, did this make the nineties cut? I'm not sure. Um, I just remember not thinking it's anything special. Okay. Right? All right. That's fair. Um, what about like early or late eighties, early nineties, like you know, jingle all the way with Schwarzenegger. Did you, did you care for that movie at all? Yes. In a partially an ironic way too. Uh, it's like like I know that the movie's not necessarily what we would consider the greatest, but especially with the benefit of hindsight, looking back at it, like it's a lot better than people gave it credit for at the time. I agree. Um, I remember just saying like, you know, loudly complaining to whoever would listen, just grabbing people on the street, like, when are we going to get Jingle all the way on DVD? Come on, put it on DVD. <laughs> like they wouldn't even transfer it from VHS, you know what I mean? And they finally did. Um but uh yeah anytime you get arnold in a comedy role i mean it's already comedy just by his voice right but then his facial expression like he really sells it he goes all out for these uh for these movies like twins and junior and stuff like that and and kindergarten cop and stuff like he really he's really enjoyable in those type of roles and um i'm a big fan of him here and sinbad is probably the one that steals the movie as the psychotic mailman that also wants a turbo man uh just just little dude (laughs) stuff that's i don't know why it's funny to me but it just is like when he's like they're they're going through like the christmas parade or whatever and he's dressed up they're dressed up like (laughs) turbo man and the super villain and sinbad's running through and there's like one of those people that's like a giant present you know in the parade and he like shoves him he's like out of my way box you know <laughs> shit like that uh yeah sinbad's great uh, phil hartman the the late great phil hartman so good in that movie as yeah. the single dad that's like creeping on all the moms and everything mm-hmm. so good he was um, he was great i loved him um yeah what about bad santa hmm okay bad santa is one of the worst movies ever made <laughs> okay period not just christmas I'm not going to qualify with Christmas. It's just one of the worst movies ever. Unless <laughs> you really, really love to see Billy Bob Thornton swearing at kids. Like, if you want to see him say the F word to a kid 800 times, best movie ever made. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. yeah. For any normal person, it's trash. It's absolute trash. I, I can't believe as many people like it as they do. It's like, do you realize that they didn't include any actual comedy in this movie? It's just a guy drinking and swearing at a kid? That's it. Yeah. What's funny about that? Right. <laughs> I, enough people have to go through the life like that on their own. They don't need to go to their entertainment to see it. If I, so. if, if I had to guess, and this is just a guess, just an estimated guess, I bet you most AEW fans enjoy this movie. You said most AEW? Yeah. I, it, you know, 
Maybe. What? Uh, now we, we're not going to take your crusade against AEW onto this God nice it, holiday program, Rob. Even if it is your show, I try. I'm not going to let it happen. Damn it. Ah, fine. That's fine. You know what? But I, I am glad you were able to uh, <laughs> to drag yourself away from arguing with inconsequential folks on social media to do this show with me here today. Have, have you seen that lately? Yeah. There's uh, there's lots of trolls that are kind of mad at me now. It's all Shepard's fault. It's not my fault. What's your opinion I mean, on Brad Shepard, Jamie? Uh, you, is, he, is he still free? Does he want to talk about Christmas movies? <laughs> he might. Um, <laughs> I bet you Colin likes Bad Santa. How about that? He might. Yeah, he seems he like might. the type that would that, like. That's, he, he could yeah. be. Yeah, he could be the type. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, another one we already talked about um, was Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck. Yep. The movie that I'm convinced no one watched, I but everyone it. wrote a professional review about. Right. Like they they all <laughs> they all just said, "Oh, I gotta watch this Ben Affleck movie." Uh, I'm just gonna write the review and talk about how bad it is without watching it. <laughs> Was it better was than Geely? Oh, dude! So you haven't seen it? I no, thought you no. had said you had seen it. Did I say it? Oh, maybe yeah. I, maybe I lied. I don't know. I... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You uh, it's way better than Geely. Okay. All right. Um I actually Gigli was <laughs> it had some misguided moments yeah. definitely and there were a lot of bad things about it but um it's not as bad as people say with a couple of tweaks it could have been good I would say like legitimately good but it's too long there's some corny weird shit in it and um yeah it just everyone was sick of uh Benifer at that point so sure. it really really kind of hurt the whole thing but there is uh but i think christopher walken is in it in a big cameo and al pacino is in it in a big cameo that's kind of a spoiler actually that al pacino's in it so but but i mean they they do come in and it, it's uh it's not as bad as people say but it, it no one needs to see it but surviving christmas on the other hand if you have already exhausted your supply of Christmas films that you like to watch every year and you're looking for a new Christmas film, um, this was, I think, I, I'm trying to be totally objective here. Uh, I think it's a, a unfairly maligned film that gets thrown in where a lot of people say, oh, this movie sucked, and I think that's because... None of the none of the movie critics actually wanted to see it, right. so everybody just remembers it being panned, and then uh, they didn't watch it either. Probably like yourself, that may have happened to you. Um, but uh, it's at least as good as any of the generic crap like Christmas with the Cranks that's out there. Okay. So. Well, refresh Speaking my of, refresh my memory. Hold on, but just just what what's sure. the premise of the movie? Dude, the premise of the movie? Oh, man. Rob, you're going to love the premise of this movie. Okay. So in this movie, uh, Ben Affleck plays a successful um, ad executive uh, who uh, does not have anyone to spend the holidays with uh, for, for reasons. There's other things, circumstances, you know. But the, the basic premise is that because he doesn't have a family to spend Christmas with, um, he ends up renting a family to spend Christmas with him and paying them to do things like that are reminiscent of his uh, childhood. Uh, and it's got James Gandolfini as the father. It's got um, Catherine O'Hara as the mother. Uh, Christina Applegate 
is like she's in the movie um it's it's it sounds ridiculous and it is but it's funny it, it's very funny it's not like he says i got it i'll rent a family it's it's like he goes to his childhood home and some psychologist told him like to write a list of grievances or whatever and and like burn it in front of you know your childhood home or whatever so he goes and he he does the thing and then he sort of gets you know the james gandolfini knocks him out with a snow shovel because he's burning something on his property yeah. and then when he wakes up he kind of like you know is gets the idea like as he's you know getting ushered out and explains himself he's like hey you know what if blah 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 and then he's like no get out of here <laughs> you know and he's like I'll, I'll i'll pay you this amount of money and he's like welcome home son you know so that's where it starts the starts the whole thing where this this family has to be his surrogate family okay um all right well i promise yeah. you i will watch it and that's I'll a promise that's a promise that's, that's yeah. on the air now it's recorded unless you delete this uh, like, oh, during I editing would never do that i don't think you do that that's you know five seconds of work so. editing yeah fuck i don't edit anything all right yeah i will watch it i probably and i'll give you i'll give you my thoughts on it so please do we'll uh, have a we'll have a rtw rewind uh <laughs> surviving christmas special where we talk for longer than the length of the film about the film <laughs> let's do that let's do that and that sure. that's got to be on youtube right that's right no absolutely yeah <laughs> that's Why a not? that's a youtube classic that is um scrooged bill murray yeah another one that i've seen a lot and don't remember like every time i've seen it it's like the first time i've seen it i agree and i always remember liking it yeah and then i forget all about it again that's right i feel the same way yeah which yeah. i'm probably gonna go watch it again but it's one of those things where you 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 say scrooge you automatically know it's bill murray probably don't mm-hmm. understand what the fucking movie's about uh but that's something you always remember and it's like oh yeah fucking bill murray that's a great movie but i couldn't tell you what happened in the fucking movie but i'll probably go watch that one again uh were you gonna ask me something before i interrupted you before no no okay cool. uh maybe i just look like i was yeah, that's fair um yeah i i i do like i do remember liking scrooge yeah and it, it was at a time when you know bill murray was still hot pretty much right I and mean, he hadn't even done ghostbusters 2 yet at this point i don't think so, so yeah um yeah so like i remember liking it but um can't tell you anything that really happens in it what about movies that some people consider christmas movies but the majority don't and there's quite a few of those uh if i had you to name one right off the top of your head what would it be and i bet you i know exactly what it is and go I bet you do. I bet you do know that. It, I mean, the, the, obviously, the the number one movie that if you're going to talk about this, this spark this debate about what's a Christmas movie and not, it's going to be Die Hard, isn't it? That's absolutely yeah, absolutely right. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it going to be this movie? Ah, uh, shit! Look at that. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Nice. See, you were prepared for this. Good job, buddy. Prepared. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic um, fucking u- movie. But- ugly Christmas. Yes, it's a. First of all, Die Hard's one of the greatest movies ever made. Ever. Period. Yes. Let's get that right out of the way. That's right. Um, and if you don't think so, then you're probably one of those people that likes Bad Santa or The Grinch or you know the Jim Carrey Grinch. Like y- you just don't know what a movie is. Colin, right? you're one of the people that loves a Christmas story. Sorry. Um, you know this. This is a. Uh, it, it is. Um, unquestionably 
one of, if not the greatest action films ever made. Yep. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Uh, and uh, it's always been a favorite of mine. Always. Um, regardless of holiday, you know, trappings. Right. And I just discussed this with John Enright on Smack Attack uh, this past week because he disagrees. Mm-hmm. And James agrees that it is a Christmas movie. Um, and John's point was that if you to to be a Christmas movie, uh, it can't work without the Christmas holiday in it. So, like, if you were to take the Christmas out of Die Hard, yeah, it would just be a movie about terrorists taking over a building where a guy you know saves the day. Like, that's true. That that is a yep. good point, I guess. Um, um, if I gave a fuck, because here's the here's the main thing, right? For for this show, Rob, you deal your entire dealings in entertainment are nostalgia. You mm-hmm. are selling back nostalgia to the people. That's you don't want to grow up. You have grown up, but you didn't want to. So you're trying to stay in those things that gave you that sort of like the 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 innocent uh happiness you know of a child like you want to hang on to as much of that and like you mentioned earlier when you have children then you can relive some of that in a way that you don't get just by putting the movie back on it's when you watch it through somebody else's eyes that you can get the closest back to that experience we're all just trying to hang on uh (laughs) to those experiences because we don't want time to march on so fast like it is time's not marching on it's in a an Elon Musk powered space shuttle or something just <laughs> going. Um, and so when I look at that, it's like, when I think about Die Hard, I do think of Christmas, even if it's not, uh, right away. Like maybe I think of other things before Christmas, but I do think about Christmas when I think of Die Hard. And I have made that, uh, like an annual, like I'm going to watch it every year Mm -hmm. it's my it's a wonderful life you know (laughs) and it has been so like that's really what a christmas movie is about something that can give you that that memory and that feeling that something that reminds you of christmas and something that you would partake in because you want to feel the the holiday spirit or whatever bullshit that people say um lethal weapon to a lesser extent but by that same token like there's christmas stuff in lethal weapon too um but uh you know so so that's my criteria for it being a christmas movie if it's got christmas in it and it reminds you of christmas and makes you think of christmas sure it could be a christmas movie i don't necessarily need to argue with people over it like <laughs> right, right. you can go get yourself a goddamn life but uh but I, I i i see both sides of it you know i'm not i'm not too um stubborn on it um but I mean, I I doubt you can disagree with anything I just said no, in that masterful know. speech that I just made up off the top of my head. You're very um, passionate about that, so and I, I love that uh, about you. What about Gremlins? Gremlins is a to me a great movie, possibly because I was a kid when I saw it. But that's Christmas themed as well. It took place during Christmas. It was winter mm-hmm. and snowing and shit. So a lot of people think that's a Christmas movie. Does that fit your criteria? Well, it's Christmas figures heavily into it. Yeah. Uh, so for that reason alone, and going with my criteria of does it remind you of Christmas? Like when I think of Christmas, I don't really think of Gremlins. <laughs> uh, 
But when I think of Gremlins, you do think of like the winter time. You think of Christmas time. You know, it, it's in the movie. So, so kind of yeah. Um, I Gremlins. I I do like it, and it was never one of my super favorites. But um, I watch it a lot of times, and uh, it, it's. Uh, it's a it's a good movie, and I think it would you would this be in like that short list of things that may or may not be Christmas movies? Like yeah, like do you have some other ones in mind like that are that are similar to that where people debate whether they should be called Christmas movies? Well, I have one that was recently brought to my attention that I never even thought about, and uh, that's Edward Scissorhands. And I actually heard that a couple of days ago from somebody. I never considered that a Christmas movie, but apparently it's on certain lists. Is it? Yeah. A Christmas movie? Like, is Christmas even in the movie? I haven't seen it in so long. I, I, I don't know, but I was going through like 60 best Christmas movies of all time, and that was on the list. Yeah. And somebody else brought it to my attention as well, so that's two sources that I got this week. So I don't, I, I don't know. What do you, I mean, what do you remember about the movie? Well, everything except Christmas. <laughs> okay. Like, it's a, like, it's a, to me, it's a great movie. It's one of Tim Burton's best movies. Yeah. Um, it's this is the thing like where okay you want you, we were talking earlier about how people can make like people can be insufferable about things and make us not like certain things that we might have already liked right yeah and so like um when pirates of the caribbean came out and everybody all of a sudden was a johnny depp fan i'm like uh excuse me where were you for like the other like 15 years of his career you know what i mean like <laughs> right. he did things before this um and this being one of them like one of his one of his more iconic roles um and uh, i i've always liked it um and i do remember like you know i i remember the of course pretty much the whole premise of it and i know that there's the the thing where winona Ryder likes when it's snowing because he's making like the ice sculpture <laughs> and the shavings come out and that's like snow or whatever but True. that is that that's not christmas so it might have took place on Christmas, and there might have been a Christmas scene, but I don't remember anything specifically with, you know, like trees or presents or just just that it was kind of winter time in the in the neighborhood or what or whatever. Maybe yeah. Uh, another one that's on a list which I didn't even think about, and I, I this you've probably seen this movie, Eyes Wide Shut is considered by some people to be a Christmas movie. No, it fucking isn't. No one considers that. They're just being... They're, it's just people being contrarian. Like, when they're... <laughs> like, you know, that history professor that was... That alleged online history professor that's trying to say that ancient Rome didn't exist or whatever. You're just trying to stir shit up and get people to pay attention to you. Nobody ever thought Eyes Wide Shut was a Christmas movie. Never, not once. Um, good movie, though. What's a good movie? Um, Stanley Kubrick's last movie. Yep. No, that's right. Well, ha- AI was half of his last oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, true. Steven Spielberg finished it up. Yeah. But uh, Christmas movie, ah, not for me, buddy. But um, again, hey, if you want to claim it, if anybody wants to claim it, uh, go right ahead. Yeah. Um, Hit Jamie up at @opinionhaver on Twitter, and uh, yeah. you guys can have a discussion about it. Hate tweets sent to @opinionhaver. <laughs> uh, speak of hate. Um, well, I don't know. Hate's a strong word, but I'm not a huge fan of Home Alone. 
Oh, what the fuck? All right, see, that's where, that's where I draw the line. I mean, you've said some outlandish what shit line? before. What are you, what are you gonna do? So I'm, I'm, Kick me off? I, this may be the last show we ever do again. I, maybe Cut I'll, his feed. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> Cut watch, the vet's feed. I'm gonna stop watching Next Level Review, which I forgot huh. to watch today. But anyway, oh, uh, I think we didn't notice. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, you always shut me out when I'm there because I'm such a you know highfalutin member of HMG. Um, why don't you like Home Alone? I mean, even as a kid, you had to like it, right? I think it had more appeal uh, to me as a kid. But now, but not so much? Not really. I don't hold any particular uh, any regard for it. And I don't necessarily think it holds up beyond nostalgia. Are you a John Hughes in a fan? Sense. I don't know about John Hughes. This was directed by Christopher Columbus. I thought John Hughes did Home Alone. Maybe he wrote it. but Okay. Maybe, um, that was, maybe that's what it was. If if you know anything about Chris Columbus, the director, not the uh, sp- Spanish pioneer or whatever, obviously, <laughs> um, his idea of comedy is just people getting hit in the face with things, and that is hilarious to some people, and I suspect that's why a lot of people uh, love his films. Um, but uh, for me, it wears thin quickly. Um, and the Home Alone is all about people getting hit in the face and falling down. Right. Like, that's the whole movie. Yeah. Um, Literally. Yeah. So, <laughs> eh, not for me, brother. By the way, John Hughes did write and produce it. So. Makes sense. I knew there was a connection there. Um, mm-hmm. Why do, why do you think people love it so much then? Like, it's, it's a staple for a lot of people to watch every year. Marketing? Yeah. It was, at the time that it came out, it was marketed heavily. Um, it was our first look at Macaulay Culkin. Uh, that's when people were really trying to make child stars, like, still. Yep. They don't really do that as much anymore. They don't really trot kids out there, and you know, probably because of what happened to most child stars as they got older. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, um, so rightly so, but... Um, this was like this was like at that at that height of like, hey, you know, we'll market this movie to kids and they'll want take their parents to see it and then Joe Pesci will get hit with paint cans and whatever like it'll be great like I I I think that it was just a kind of a silly fun movie that it, it it's not it's relatively harmless although you know I I don't know if it uh if it does or doesn't encourage playing with blow torches and the like um maybe not the best uh but it ended up you know sort of spawning a franchise kind of yeah um i say kind of because after the second one you know there was no official real connections to I, these aren't even the same characters i don't think but right, yeah um <laughs> yeah, and, and how many times can you do this, right? Agreed. <laughs> like I agree. Negligent parents. Um <laughs> so but but it's kind of like I think part of it's like um a fantasy too. Like we wanted to be to be the kid that has the house to themselves. You know what I mean? Yep. And so like we can kind of relate to the to the idea of hey, you know, we've got the whole the whole house is our playground now. Parents aren't home blah 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 like we've all thought about that we've all experienced that to some degree or another and so for kids it's like living in a fantasy world 
for adults it's like nostalgia trip like hey i remember what you know feeling like this so i think that's the broader appeal that it has for people uh, me looking at it strictly from comedy standpoint i just don't think it holds up at least just not for me um, but there's lots of things that aren't for me so so i understand uh it's it's place in the world home alone 2 though has no place in the world it's an abomination on the on the level of bad santa oh, it is on. one of the i liked it one of the worst <laughs> films ever made uh, you're killing home alone me, 2 dude. lost in new york you're killing me i enjoyed don't it don't die rob no i mean don't i die. St- we're not finished here i still enjoy it though. i mean i that's one that i could sit and watch and still have a good time and, and I don't take it well, seriously. I mean, maybe you're taking it too seriously. I only I, I can only go off my memory. Uh, that's all I've got. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, if uh, if uh, you watch uh, Surviving Christmas. We'll see what <laughs> you think about that. Right, we'll see right. if it. See if your opinion is colored. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I'm sure you're a big fan of a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. No, not really. It was all right, though. Oh, you actually saw it? Uh, I didn't even see it. Yeah, I saw it. Um, damn, seen that everything. was the third one, right? I don't fucking know. I, I, lo- I love the first one. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. You, you literally have seen everything. The first the first one was good. The, the second one was okay, but not as good. The The Christmas one was probably on par with the second one. I, I don't really recall. They're, they're not amazing. Um, none of them are, really. I mean, <laughs> right. But again, when we're talking about like, fr- from an elf standpoint, where you're like, I'm probably not going to see another great stoner comedy in, in this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that ter- that turns into a franchise, which is kind of impressive. Um, I thought it was good, uh, and uh, similarly, similarly, but even more outrageous, I think, was Dude Where's My Car, which is like, <laughs> that's a very funny movie. It is. But unfairly remembered, I think, just because the title is silly. But it's like, yeah, that's the point. The point is, he, you remember the title, right? Yep. Even if you haven't seen the movie, you remember that, right? That's so right. the mission accomplished there. Um, yeah. So kind of looking through some of these on a list. Uh, you mentioned Christmas of the Cranks, but I think Tim Allen is probably more closely associated with the Santa Claus. Yes, true. Which also turned into a franchise. It did. They Do you made... like the Santa Claus? I like the first one, uh, but I can honestly say I haven't seen two or three or four, how many ever there are. Uh, but I did, I did enjoy the first one. But I mean, that's that's going back, you know, 10, 15 years. I haven't seen it recently, so maybe, maybe it does suck. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably just kind of for kids. Yeah. Um, but interesting premise, you know, guy has to take over for Santa. Yeah. Um, there was a movie a couple years ago called The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix mm-hmm. with um, Kurt Russell as Santa. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Um, I think they wanted to have like their new like Christmas franchise thing but uh i don't know if it's gonna pan out for him it was okay though i mean i love kurt russell i'd watch kurt russell read the phone book yeah but remember phone books um <laughs> this is definitely a nostalgia podcast yeah it is uh, yeah uh what about a horror movie uh silent night deadly night do you consider that a christmas movie sure because isn't isn't the killer like dressed like santa claus yeah, he's wearing a santa suit yeah but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, 
It's a horror movie. Though, if it I mean, wasn't, yeah, if you if you took the Santa suit away, then you just a wouldn't film. have the same movie, right? right? So, but I mean, by John's I, standards, by Enright's standards, it's, right, it's not right. But by your standards, it is. No, no, I think even by his standards, right? Oh, because like, the Santa Claus killing. Yeah, you why know, would killing what would it just be a generic movie about a guy killing people? <laughs> we already have plenty of those. Yeah, Every the slasher movies needed a gimmick, you know, <laughs> hockey mask, finger glove, like fin- like finger knives. Uh, uh, you know, Santa suit. That's something but, we need to dig into one day is horror movies. Ooh. Yeah. That might be the next, next Halloween. Time. Yeah. Next time. Okay. If we're still alive. Um, yes. We'll, we'll try to survive, uh, <laughs> till then. Um, but yeah, uh, now, so you may have found one I've never seen. I don't think I've seen silent night, deadly night all the way through at least. It's been a long time uh, since I watched it. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and say I haven't seen it. Okay, how about that? That's, that's found one. A rarity, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, there's there's a lot of those like '80s horror movies that I kind of missed. Um, but I but I vividly still like I know them all though because like I remember going to like my local video store and just looking at all the VHS tapes. Man, you know, such a great experience that people don't really get now i think the closest you get is like going through the bargain bin it's you know (laughs) some some best buy or something like that's what it's like looking at movies now Mm -hmm. and they all have that like uh like there'll be there'll be famous movies like die hard like real legit classic movies and the the blu-ray versions or dvd versions that they sell for like seven eight bucks they have like they have like some sort of it looks like a fan made like printed off your home computer in the in the 2000s like fake bootleg cover on it and it's like this you couldn't just use the old art you had to make a a shitty bootleg like what is this dude yeah (laughs) it's no it's nothing like going to um you know like a, a video store like a blockbuster or something and seeing that wall of vhs where they all had like these cool distinct memorable covers Mm -hmm. and so like i believe that uh what for silent night deadly night wasn't it um like didn't they have like a chimney and like a like an axe leaning against it or like the guy was coming out of the chimney with the axe like i i can't quite remember it but uh um, let's see uh yes it was um uh, an arm coming out of the Top of the chimney with the axe. You are correct, sir. Wow. Right? Imagine that. Pretty cool. Uh, so, like, I remember seeing stuff like that, like, yeah. all the time. Even if I never actually watched the movie, <laughs> I picked it up and looked at it enough times as a kid that I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and they made a bunch of those, too. Yeah, they did. Um, Oh, here's one for the uh, is it a Christmas movie or not list? Batman Returns. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> really? Why? Because it it, uh, it took place in the winter, I guess during Christmas time. Uh, it was during Christmas. All right, I can see Tim Burton did that one. I can see a Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously, because Christmas is in the fucking sure. title of the movie. But Batman Returns, really? I don't even know if I, uh, by your parameters, I could even stretch that far. Doesn't make me think of Christmas, really. No, not at all. It makes me think of Michelle. But, uh, but I think it has more Christmas in it than Edward Scissorhands, though. 
That's I think fair. we can definitely agree there. That is fair. That is fair. Uh, <laughs> as little Christmas as there is, there's more than Edward Scissorhands. Yes, truly. Um, the uh, what am I looking at here? Okay, here's one. I I uh, now this is a movie that I know I like it. Um, I all and I, it's another one that like every time I see it, it's like the first time I'm seeing it, mm-hmm. and that is the ref uh, with Dennis Leary. <laughs> And uh, Kevin Spacey yeah. and Judy Davis. I'm a huge um, Dennis Leary fan. Yeah, very yes. good movie. But I didn't. Even, I didn't even think that was Christmas. Apparently, it's Christmas. Uh, well, because because when he takes the family hostage, I guess it's on like Christmas Eve okay. or around All right. around yeah. there. See, that's a detail I didn't really remember. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And then and then because like I don't remember exactly everything that happens, but. It's like he he's trying to rob this house. Then he has to take the the couple hostage, and then the relatives come. So he has they like they're all still hostage, but they have to <laughs> pretend that he's like a, a relative too, you know, like a, a brother in law or something, uh, or whatever. Uh, so it, it gets a little uh, ridiculous, but um, but I, I remember it. Yeah, definitely being funny because. The uh, the couple, uh, the Kevin Spacey and Judy Davis couple are like, they're about to get a divorce or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where the title comes in because he's like, he has to come between them or whatever as the hostage taker. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to they're, they're gonna kill each other before he kills them. Right, right. Type deal. Did you ever see Prancer? No. What the hell is that? It's a weird fucking movie. You just movie. make it up? Don't no, make up no, 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 no. It's a weird movie. I saw it a couple years ago. We... Uh, Rented a cabin in Gatlinburg, uh, Tennessee, and we were watching Christmas movies. And uh, my wife's aunt said, "Oh, let's watch Prancer because she had watched it as a kid or whatever." It is one of the worst fucking weirdest and worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, hmm. Obviously, you haven't seen it, uh, no. but it's it's really- 1989. It's from your favorite year, Rob. 1989. It is. So there is balance in all things. <laughs> no, there is. You're right. Um, uh, if you're just fucking bored, uh, if you could find it, that's one of those that you could just, you could probably find it on Amazon or whatever, but I would say watch it and then just kind of remember why you hated your life. I'll be sure not to do that. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, oh, before, okay, here's a weird one. Uh, before I forget, I... I I didn't actually see this as I'm looking at this list, but I saw something that reminded me of it um, that I saw recently that was actually surprisingly pretty good. Um, so now I know, Rob, that we talked in the past that you're not a big anime guy. <laughs> Correct. And uh, I have no idea why, but let's just uh, let's just accept that you are who you are as a flawed human being and that we can all do better. And there's a movie... Uh, called it's called tokyo godfathers have you ever heard of it no i have not heard of it no No. okay it's a normal film it's just like of course just japanese there's there's yeah there's there's nothing like there's no giant robots okay there's no big titty uh, girls that look like they're nine there's no mutant monsters or superpowers it's just a regular movie the same kind of movie like um i don't know 
the 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 kind of movie that uh, you know you would see from like a DreamWorks or whatever. Just it's just like a regular movie with fantastic animation. Okay. Um, and but it, it, it's like uh, what is it? It's like these these three. Let me let me let me see. What's what's the premise of this movie? I, I just saw it and I already don't remember. But that's how my memory works these days. Like I don't yeah, have you know, like my short term memory is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all is, the, it's all uh, well, maybe you can look it up. You got the you got your gimmick right there. It's all the chair shots. Tokyo there. Godfathers. Yeah. Um, I I was pleasantly surprised by it, uh, and it's one of those ones that because you know we're at this point in our life we're kind of like out of Christmas movies that are new yes. and good. True. Yeah. You know, and and we may you know we may not always just you know we we watch Elf and then what like. Now what? That's we, fair. We, we got to watch maybe maybe something new, you know? Yeah. So I saw this movie and um, it was uh, it was really cool, man. It looks gorgeous, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the story is something that uh, anybody can, you know, sort of relate to. Uh, I, I have it here of IMDb. Uh, came out in two thousand three. Uh, mm -hmm. Storyline is Christmas in Tokyo, Japan. Three homeless friends, a young girl, a transvestite. And a middle-aged bum. While forging through some trash, they find an abandoned newborn. Hana, the transvestite with delusions of being a mother, convinces the others to keep it overnight. The next day, mm -hmm. using a key found with the baby, they start tracking down the parents with many adventures along the way. Mm hmm. Yep. That's it. And you want me to watch this? Well, I'm not saying. I'm not saying I want you to watch it. I'm just saying, I want you to watch Surviving Christmas. Okay. This is just a suggestion that I'm throwing out there uh, for people to broaden their horizons if they're looking for, like, if they feel like they've seen all the Christmas movies, you know, and they don't want to watch Prancer again. Uh, maybe maybe you give Tokyo Godfathers a try. It, it's, it's, it's very normal, despite the way the... the <laughs> The way you the way you read that write up makes it sound way weirder than it is, and even that, it's just you know, there's nothing supernatural about it. It's just a good old fashioned Christmas story, but it's original. It's not like a re like a rehash of some other thing that already existed or whatever. So all right, all right, that's fair. Um, sorry if I read it differently. Maybe uh, you know. no, no, not that you read it. I mean, like the the way they wrote it up. Oh, that is the way like, they wrote it up. Yeah. No. Like he, he like they they made a point to say that the guy's a transvestite when that just so happens to be like, you know, part of the part of the story or the character, but not like not like that's what the movie's about or something. You know what I mean? It's uh, you know, it's absolutely off topic. What's the difference between a transvestite and a transgender? Is that just a new name for a transvestite, or is that is transvestite's not a thing anymore? Because I mean, that was always a thing back in the day, right? Um. Well, the way I used to understand it, <laughs> that's how I have to say it, right? Because yeah. obviously I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, the way I understand it was that a transvestite is somebody that wears women's clothes, like a man that wears women's clothes. Uh, I guess technically vice versa, but right. that doesn't really seem to be an issue. Not I usually. mean, Not women usually. have always been able to wear men's yeah. clothes and get away with it. Exactly. Um, and they will, uh, especially <laughs> when they're yours and you're like, where's my t-shirt? Right. Uh, but uh so so like that is the idea and and that's all they are okay so like, they don't, they they don't just want to be like to dress up they they might be gay mm -hmm. but that's not a prerequisite like you can okay. be a straight man and just enjoy wearing women's clothes 
and do it, that is uh, that is a transvestite. Okay. The definition that I'm aware of. All right. No, that's fair. That makes sense. That's I don't know why that I popped in my head. Probably well, it's, a, it's an movie, important thing. We we uh, we aim to entertain, but we may educate as well. It's a very educational can. show. Yes, always, especially when you're on, because you're just a, oh. a, a, knowledge, a wealth of knowledge. Why? Uh, or a fountain of misinformation, like. Uh, hopefully not yeah. i i'd like to fact check myself if i can uh, <laughs> and i encourage everyone to do the same and if you have any corrections please send them to at opinion ever <laughs> send all of your hate mail to at opinion yeah. ever everywhere and, um, and, pra- and praise mail you can send nice things yeah, if you, you like can. you can um here's one uh i kind of saw when it came out like last year I didn't watch the movie, but I saw that it existed. Called Fat Man. Have you seen that? With, no. Uh, Mel, Mel Gibson. No shit. Now, here, here, here's the write-up for this one. Okay. A rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious twelve-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Oh shit! That actually sounds this, interesting. <laughs> this looks like. Like the poster makes it look like an unironic action movie. It's like the kind of the kind of the kind of parody that you know, like a Mad TV would yeah. do or something. That actually uh, does sound interesting. I might have to check that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, like, what is the tone of that? It sounds um, dark, but I mean, or is it like you said? Maybe is it a parody? Is it just light? Just kind of making fun of it, shit? Or? It looks dark. Okay. I mean, they're it going. Yeah, they're they're going full on with the parody. If that's the case. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um, we were talking about uh, Ben Affleck mm-hmm. earlier. And uh, we we would be remiss if we didn't mention Reindeer Games. Um, because, you know. Yep. The classic. You have no idea what it is, do you? No, I do. I'm just not not comfortable with calling that a Christmas movie, even if it has reindeer in the title. I think that automatically qualifies it. Just, <laughs> okay. I think it just does. Like, mm-hmm. despite your, um, my objections. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily one of the best. No, no, not, not at all. that bad. Actually, no, no, it's it pretty is. good up to a point, it's and then a, it kind of goes off the rails. So it, you can actually see where where they take a turn, it's and a, it's like, all right, the you line know of what? demarcation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies like that. I like Ben Affleck, but goddamn, that movie is just no, not for me. But there's some good shit at the beginning, though. No, there is. It, it, there it starts is. out good, good, yeah. good idea. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, we may have come to the end of the line here as far as Christmas stuff, unless you can uh, scrape the bottom of the barrel and think of anything else that we should have talked about. Uh, Christmas-wise, no. But I, I do have to ask you, uh, for recent movies that have come out, not Christmas-related, even though it is, they're coming out during Christmas season, have you seen Spider-Man No Way Home or The Matrix Resurrections yet? Probably not, not The Matrix, because it came out today. But did you see Spider-Man? I have not. Are you a fan of Spider-Man movies? Um, I'm the biggest Spider-Man fan there is. Okay. Are you looking forward to seeing it then? Sort of. Um, Have you avoided talk and spoilers about it? Do you not yes. want to talk about it? Yes, because I. So 
I don't really uh, go out in the world any more than I have to. So it's kind of unfortunate. Um, <laughs> I get it. You know, when when stuff is theaters only, I, I didn't really mind the whole Disney saying like, "Hey, if you want to give us thirty bucks or whatever," I'm like, that sounds better than you know <laughs> yeah. the alternative, right? Uh, and so, like, I really was just going to sit here and wait until, um, you know, they put that shit up on Disney Plus in a few months. But, right. you know, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, um, big Spider-Man, big Spider-Man fan. Uh, what about you? Uh, how are you sitting in the Spider-Man? I was a fan since, you know, the original movie that came out with, with Tobey Maguire. I really liked that franchise. Well, I, th- I thought three was a little convoluted, just trying to fit all the, you know, all the bad guys into one movie. It was a, l- a bit too much, but uh, I-, I liked him as Spider-Man. Uh, I liked Garfield as Spider-Man as well. I thought a lot of people shit on it because the writing sucked, uh, but I thought his portrayal of uh, Spider-Man was was great in the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, uh, which I think they only made two movies. Uh, and then I'm a, I'm a fan of the new kid too. Uh, what's his name? Tom Holland, I think. Uh, I thought he's done a good job of just kind of getting back to that youthful, you know, exuberant kid that's, you know, kind of snarky, but, uh, you know, is uh, is very talented at the same time. So, yeah, I like all three iterations of, of Spider-Man. What about you? Uh, Pretty much same, except for the middle part. I don't, I, I kind of really didn't like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh just because they they basically tried to make Twilight out of it. That's True. what they did. It's just True. teenagers awkwardly staring and mumbling and shit. <laughs> like that's not. No, sorry, no. Okay, doesn't work for me, brother. That, that's fair. Um, the the Tobey Maguire ones, like they didn't really get the Spider Man, you know, overall universe right, but they got the spirit of it right. Mm-hmm. You know, I really love Spider Man Two. It's a great movie. On its own, yeah, not necessarily a great Spider-Man movie. Uh, like in terms of like if you're a fan of comics or other iterations and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as 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 a just a straight up movie, even if you've never really been into Spider-Man, I think there's a lot to like about that one. Yeah, and Sam Raimi has his own personal touch in movies that you can always see. Yep, there's just certain things that he does in his movies that you always they're like little trademarks of his. Yeah. Um, and so I like that he brings that to it. Spider-Man 3, the problem was not so much as much they tried to fit in, but what the entire, this is where, this is where people get the, the premise wrong. Like the entire basis of the Spider-Man story is Peter's uncle dies because of something that he could have prevented. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's his never-ending guilt that forces him to keep doing things that he doesn't want to do. Because he's that type of a person. In Spider-Man 3, they sort of absolve the the death of his uncle when they try to make it that the Sandman is the one that killed his uncle. <laughs> right. And then at the end, he's like crying, saying, I forgive you. It's like, no, you don't forgive him. <laughs> If you forgive him, the story's over and you retire as Spider-Man because you have no reason to keep doing this. That's keep right. putting yourself in danger, you know, while your wife nags you or whatever. <laughs> like that's and and that's the other thing too, like Mary Jane would never do that. Yeah. Uh 
to to Peter. Like she fully knows what she bought into when she married him. So that's the most damning part of Spider-Man 3. It wasn't that they tried to shoehorn Venom in or even though that wasn't a great idea. Um but a lot of the other parts of the movie were cool. I thought at the time the Sandman effects were really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um I think that the people made fun of the the emo Peter Parker stuff, <laughs> but I also thought it was great. Yeah. In, in character like that that part fit. Um so yeah. And then when when Spider-Man, you know, then we already talked about the Amazing Spider-Man blah yep. blah blah. Then when they did the uh the Spider-Man um Homecoming um I finally felt like yes, you, th- this is a movie for me. Mm-hmm. This is what I was this is what I wanted. You did Spider-Man right. You finally got it right. You got the perfect kid to do this and everything was like on the the tone was correct just everything about it, it like really made me feel like like i finally got the movie i deserved right, right? yeah and then uh you know and then how does the how does the uh far from home <laughs> movie end with him uh getting his identity revealed which that's another that's another thing that's part of it like you can't have peter parker's public identity it's one of the reasons I stopped reading comic books to begin with is mm-hmm. in Civil War when when Peter Parker voluntarily unmasked himself. I'm yep. like, you're just doing this to sell books. This doesn't make sense, and it's something he would never do um, for reasons that have been made clear multiple times over the decades. <laughs> right. Um, so it, it's, it's basically painting a target on every single person that he knows and so that's why he would never let anybody know who he really is yeah true so it seems like every time they they get something right (laughs) then by the third one they've 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 uh, undone like a key point of the character right um but i haven't seen the movie yet so i know that um a lot of people have been saying that it's really great and i'm sure it is and I'm not going to be a victim of the hype monster like you, Rob. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, now that they have multiverses, they can explain away quite a lot of things. So it's like a free, uh, it's like a you know get out of jail free card for any screw ups they make, right? It really is. No, it absolutely is. I, I won't. I won't say a word about it. I will say that I, I did kind of dig him. You know, fighting with the Avengers like that was a cool. That was a cool thing to see. Like you know, two worlds meet and all that. Like I thought, and I wasn't a big comic book guy. I don't know if it happened in the comics originally, uh, but on screen, I thought it was cool that they just kind of meshed the two together. Cause I mean, wasn't he a, wasn't he a DC property originally? Who? Spider-Man or was he always Marvel? Yes, always. Okay. See, I told you, I didn't know about the comics and shit. You like son that. of a bitch. I'm sorry. God damn. You know what? This interview's over. You don't need to get hot um, at me, pal. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was well, Spider-Man's been an Avenger. He's literally okay. been in a, a, right. an official Avenger before. But that's fair. people are going to call me an idiot um, now, but that's fine. No, I mean, but uh yeah, that's yeah, all that stuff is 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 good. So so you like the new one too? I do. I do. And I, you know, not being a comic book guy, I've actually enjoyed just watching all the Marvel movies really from like a fresh mm-hmm. perspective. Uh so yeah, I I liked I liked the kid that plays Spider-Man now. 
Uh, I agree with you about, you know, not revealing his identity. That obviously shouldn't have been the thing. Um, but it, it actually plays out in a good way in the new movie. And that's, that's all I'll say about that. Um, but you're right. I think they played the perfect kid for it and just kind of went back to grassroots. Why they had his aunt die instead of his uncle, I don't know why they chose that creative decision. Uh, so other than that, I think that portrayal of Spider-Man has been the, the correct one. Wait, did you just spoil something massively? No, no, no. I'm talk- no. Did I? F- oh, God damn it. <clears throat> nope. Didn't spoil anything. Oh, all right. Not at all. For a second there. No. Sound like it. you slipped up. Nope, not me. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, are you a Matrix fan? I was. What do you mean you was? You were. You're not? Well, we haven't had a Matrix, and <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I've, it's not like I've uh, constantly been involved in Matrix properties since 2003 when the last one came out. I've watched whatever. them several times. I mean, I can still go back and try to pick up things that maybe I didn't see before. Uh, there's a great YouTube channel called Matrix Revisited, uh, which, if you're a fan of the franchise and all that, you should check that out, but... Uh, I actually went and saw the new one today, and there's a lot of negative hype going into it, but I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, I see. So the negative hype affects you also to where you will does. like it more. No, 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 no. There's a lot of people shitting on it. Like maybe people have seen like pre-screens of it or whatever, or just maybe were just pissed off that they didn't like the way the third one ended. Um, but I heard a lot of you know negativity about it, and uh, you know I saw the first showing today. I worked a half day and went and saw it um being a fan of the original three i didn't really have any preconceived notions uh based on the trailers or anything like that um but i think when you get to see it you'll you'll definitely enjoy it well then i look forward to i mean it's one of those things i just feel like i'm obligated to watch right (laughs) like yeah it's the matrix how does a matrix movie exist and the vet doesn't watch it 20 years later though i mean like is there enough people yeah. you think that are going to go see it? I don't know. You know, one thing that you can really tell when you go back and watch the Matrix film, especially the first one, is like we've had so many like parodies and and like it's so ingrained like so much of that movie has become ingrained in the pop culture stuff with references and and everything. And like you if you've never seen it before, you've already seen it in a bunch of ways. Like you've mm-hmm. seen somebody doing the slow motion bullet dodging or, or, or something in some sort of, you know, fashion yeah. in entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go back to watch, if you go back and watch the 1999 Matrix um, with 2021 eyes, then it's kind of like, it doesn't seem as impressive because <laughs> you've already been seeing everything that's been ripping it off yes. uh, for the past 20 years, 20 some years. Correct. Um, so I don't know if that means it holds up well or not, but uh, it's still like, it is still really cool uh, in its time. Um, the sequels had a mixed reception, but I definitely, uh, I definitely liked those two. I did too. More so the second one. Mm-hmm. The third one was kind of like, I remember at the end of it, I was kind of like, I like that better when I, <laughs> I like that better when it was called Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> right. But. Uh, so you weren't a fan of the ending. 
Well, the ending being what? I was sort of just referring to how it was very, like, anime fight. Oh, yes. No, yeah, no. Like, not necessarily... Not the ending. Whatever happens at the very end. Right, 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 right. Right. Uh, Eh, I don't know. So, but, but I enjoyed them. And this new one, it's like, I don't know if I need a new Matrix, but um, I'm definitely going to watch it and judge for myself. I will say, visually, it's, like, groundbreaking shit. Like, there's new stuff that they put in there, like, just visual effects-wise. They had 10 studios working on it uh, as I was watching the end credits. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. And they, you know, they set the bar, like you said, back in 99 with, with shit that nobody else was doing. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff in, in the new one that I've never seen before. That was pretty... Remarkable. So, I mean, it was a, a well-produced movie. I'll leave it up to you whether you like the story or not. Um, but it's a slick movie. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it better be at least like. And I don't that, know how that much is the whole gimmick of fair. The whole gimmick of it is that it's cutting edge for whatever time it's in. That's like fair. you go back and look at you go back and look at the first Matrix and like look at the their technology that they have in there you know what i mean like and that was supposed to be cutting edge at that time um no i'm not talking about what they used to make the special effects i'm talking about like what's in the movie like with cell phones or like uh (laughs) you know computers and stuff it's like having having a in 1999 having a a a gigabyte was like unheard of (laughs) it really was i remember trying to download pictures over uh 56k modem and it was like waiting 15 minutes uh just for a picture but Yeah, that right. Was, that was pretty horrible. So, so that was like that was really cool at a, at one of the last periods of time where the internet was not a household must. Right. Nineteen ninety nine was barely like not a lot of people were adopting it, yep. and it was certainly nothing like it is now. So, um, so like you would expect that a Matrix movie after all this time, like the hype is already built in. No one has to say a word. Just the fact that. They think they need to make one. You're already have expectations for it. Like, well, if you waited this long, you must have something really good that you had to get out there, right? Um, so, I mean, I guess, uh, guess I'll be the judge of that when I see it. Well, but Cannon um, said, you know, he wasn't going to come back unless he had the right story, you know, and enjoyed the script. So, obviously, so that must spent- have been. Oh, so they spent 20 years trying to write a story that was up to the standards of the fucking guy that did Bill and Ted's, uh, oh, don't whatever, even whatever the whatever this Bill and Ted movie was. Are we going to go down that road? Yeah, I think we're going to go down. You didn't like the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? No, no, I'm talking about the 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 other the other movie franchise that he waited 20 years to do. Oh, I mean, to. with the yeah, with the the third or the yeah, the third one. No, I agree. Uh, it was not a good movie. Um, but do you think there's a tie between the Matrix and um, uh, what's the other fucking franchise that you did? Um, God damn it. What's the last movies he played in where he was like a badass and was just like... Fucking- John Wick? John Wick. A lot of people are saying there's a connection between the two. Do you, do you buy that? Uh, well, I haven't seen the new Matrix. You tell no, me. No, I'm saying like between the fran- the two the two franchises. Like they say, it was a, a similar type role that he played um, in those movies. Well, if you want to say similar type roles, he's only been playing Ted since his entire career started. Fair. <laughs> he's no. just Ted in every movie. No. But uh, sometimes Ted knows kung fu. Uh, <laughs> sometimes he's a killer hitman. 
Um, he, all right, how, no, about a, I don't, how about a devil's advocate just thrown off the, off the train here? We'll just get off the rails. I loved him in that movie. Still Ted. Got the fuck Still out of here. Really? Bro, Keanu Reeves has no <laughs> range whatsoever. I thought he did a good job. That's a fantastic movie. Maybe just because Pacino was so fucking amazing, but I don't know. Yeah, I enjoy Keanu it. Reeves is a one note pony. Okay, <laughs> there's no, there is no, there's no range on Keanu Reeves. He just shows up. He's a movie star. He does what he does. Whatever he reads his lines badly, and then he goes on <laughs> to the next thing. And if you're smart, like the the writers and producers of the John Wick series, you craft a role that doesn't require much of him yeah just beating everybody up yeah yeah the more words he has to say in a row the more he exposes himself you know bless him i I mean i like him as much as anybody else but uh jesus christ man this is not what there's a difference between actors and movie stars so you're saying he's not going to win a an emmy anytime soon or a uh uh, oscar anytime soon win nothing ever ever no, he Never. he just doesn't have it in him, man, and that's okay. Like, well, then what's the draw? What's the appeal? I don't know. It has to be because people like sometimes you just like somebody and you don't know why. Like you want to put in wrestling terms, he's over, right? Like he's a he's a he's a box office yeah. draw. He'll put people in the seats. I think it was. What what would be a turning point for him? Speed, speed. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe. Um, or the Matrix, like the mm-hmm. Matrix, probably built a lot of goodwill, yeah, uh, for him for the for the past however many <laughs> 20, decades, twenty twenty five years, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, maybe that. I don't know. Some people you just like, and you can't always put a finger on. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they do or say something that lets you know, okay, this guy's cool. He he gets it, or whatever. He or she, whatever the case may be. Like you just were were attracted to certain personalities and we don't know why i'll I'll put it to you like this if you want to talk about wrestling for a second uh try to explain hulk hogan to somebody that has no concept of hulk hogan Mm -hmm. and did not exist in the 80s during the height of hulkamania right try to explain why they should care about this ridiculous human being true especially if you go back and listen to some of his promos you know yeah Uh, yeah. But when you were there, it was amazing. You were just kind of like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, it made sense to us at the time, I guess, it as did. kids or or even a lot of adults at that at that time. Like Hulk Hogan was everywhere and we all kind of got swept up in it a little bit even if we didn't really care about wrestling or <laughs> even if we didn't like Hulk Hogan but we knew who he was, like great it, great marketing, some, obviously, right? I mean, Vince right. was a genius when it came to that. It was a great crossover with MTV and all that, and he was on the first right. first wrestler to be on Sports Illustrated. I mean, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, th- th- that doesn't explain why, of all the people that he had his hands on, there were no other Hulk Hogan's. <laughs> True. It doesn't explain that. Yeah. And it doesn't explain why we fell for it, because it's not like he was appreciably different than... Like I can't take credit. I can't give Vince McMahon credit for Hulk Hogan. All I can give Vince McMahon credit for is trying to get pro wrestling to a certain level to mm-hmm. be seen by certain people, a wider audience. Right. But I mean, Hulk Hogan's already Hulk Hogan. Yep. He was in Rocky Three. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Doing the similar 
I mean, he wasn't similar to what Hulk Hogan would end up being, but I mean, you still looked at him and were like, God, that's a somebody. Thunderlips, right? I mean, even so, AWA, he was, you know, that's where Hulkamania really started. AWA, so. he was already doing stuff. Yeah. So it, 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 like, that was always there. Um, and why did people like it in the AWA? Like, I don't know. People <laughs> could have just decided they didn't like it and we never could have had the past. 40 years as we know it rob i mean that's true no no telling and same thing with keanu reeves like if somebody just said hey i'm not gonna cast keanu reeves in this shit um (laughs) we wouldn't you know and they got a better actor who knows what what could have happened he may have fell completely off the planet um you know i don't know now that i think about it like just you saying he plays ted in every movie i'm I'm racking my brain going through the the rolodex like oh fuck point break yeah, that's fucking Ted. He's a fucking surfer. Like, it's the same fucking easygoing, like, mellow, you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. yeah, like, fuck. The replacements? I'm trying to think of what, what how he played that role, too. Um, but no, you're right. He just kind of, he's just kind of the same. <laughs> he has. Does It doesn't matter what the movie is. It could be, what's the movie? He plays like a serial killer in some movie. I think it's called The Watcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's right, yep. it's just Ted killing people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, can you, you know? say, can you say the same thing about Vince Vaughn? Like he just plays the same fucking same character I mean, every time, the same delivery. I mean, kinda, yeah, kinda. But he has a, he has a little bit of range because he could turn it off. It's just why would you want to pay to see Vince Vaughn turned off? True. That's the difference. And Will Ferrell, like, same way, like, kind of the same delivery every single time. Yeah, if you ever watch a movie, like, what's that movie where he's, uh, like, somebody's narrating his life or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I don't remember the name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, he was a writer. Yeah, Stranger Than Fiction, I think. Stranger Than Fiction, yes, yes. Yeah, he just plays like a normal guy in that. It's a fine movie, but why did you get Will Ferrell? You could have got anybody. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it's a novelty of seeing him just do that, or, or um, that other movie. Um, what's the one where he like gets kicked out of his house or something? Uh, I was what? Yeah, he gets kicked. Uh, it's yeah, it's like it's almost. A, I would say an indie movie. Everything must go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I didn't Is see it, it, but I, I saw the trailer for it, and it was definitely Same thing. different. Yeah, just plays a regular guy. Yeah, you know? it's like okay. We got Will Ferrell as a regular guy. Is that what you wanted? No. Okay. Uh, so these are these are things where guys do have range, but we don't want to see it. Like we specifically hire them to do certain jobs. Right. Well, I, um, I will say this: Vince Vaughn had tremendous range when it came to Psycho. I thought he was fantastic in Psycho. And that yeah. was really the movie that kind of put him on the map. Like other than Swingers. Would you agree with that? No. No. I don't agree that it put him on the map. No. Um, it got people to notice him as a, as a, you know, a good actor. Uh, I think he was in stuff besides Psycho. No, too. of course not. No, he wasn't. Nothing. Yeah. That was his first sure, sure he was. But um, <laughs> I didn't know who he was when I saw Psycho. Let's just say that. And I thought he did, really? a, great, I thought he did a great job. So at that point, you hadn't seen Swingers. No. Interesting. Yeah. Then I saw him in comedies later on. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. <laughs> no idea who he was. Yeah, very, very funny. <laughs> um, 
Well, that uh, I, and he was in a, and to wrap it all up and and bring it back, he <laughs> yep. was in uh, what is it? Four, Four Christmases? Christmases. Yes, he was. <laughs> so to bring it back to Christmas movies, good job. Uh, Vince Vaughn was in Four Christmases. Yeah, I know how to segue. Um, yes, no, he was. Uh, and I actually, do you? Were you going to get there on your own? Of course I'm, it was. I don't trust. That I'm, I'm the there. king of segways. Uh, he did a great job in that movie. Actually, I, I do enjoy that movie. It was good. And being a and Fred Claus. And, Let's not forget Fred Claus. I forgot. Actually, yeah. Ha! You forgot Fred Claus. I did. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, good show, buddy. Uh, I always appreciate you being here. You're uh, you're always fun to talk to. I don't always agree with the things that you have to say, but you know. That's uh, what life's all about, right? If we can have uh, discussions without getting mad at each other and calling people names or you know blocking them on Twitter, then that's what the world's all about, right? Healthy well, discussions. If the only thing that you disagree with is how good Home Alone and Home Alone Two were. I think we're uh, we're we're, we're off okay. to the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> uh, as we know, you are everywhere on social media at Opinion Haver. Uh, yes. You know, people have asked me. They haven't asked me at all. I'm wondering, why don't you ever get on Facebook? Are you just, are you trying to be a recluse? No. Uh, the The truth is that uh, my page was hacked, and there's no impetus to get back on and try to create a new page. Was it really hacked? All like that, that time. That's a real thing? Huh. Yeah, it wasn't just a bit I was doing. It, it <laughs> some, for some, some bot hacked the page, and they changed that, you know, like, they turned on two-factor authentication. <laughs> oh, fuckers. And yeah. once they do that, you, can't, That's it, you yeah. can't get it back. And Facebook has no way to help you at all. Like, they are not interested at all in your problems. Um, there's no customer service to speak of. There's nothing they can do to retrieve your page if it's... So, and this happens to people a lot. It does, yeah. Like, it's it's enough to be a thing where you could say, like, okay, we've got to put something in place in case somebody's page gets taken over. I thought it was a meme and, because people, like, say it all the time. Like, don't accept this friend request. It's not me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, whatever. No, that, it's a real thing. Yeah, it happens. And it happened to me. And I'm not going to get back on then. Because for what? I'm Like, I don't need Facebook. And it proves how much I don't need it by not being on it. Uh so how do we know you're the real jamie williams you don't brother you don't last question but, um, where did you get the, the nickname the vet by the way oh you don't know this story no i don't well i guess you're not a as avid a listener of my materials as uh, you claim you're on so many fucking podcasts i can't keep up with it all yeah nobody has time for all this uh <laughs> so um well it's very very simple and unceremonial when I was at OVW, uh, well, funny enough, speaking of this, they when I first started there, you know, everybody gives you nicknames and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at first, they called me Neo. And I didn't necessarily get it. Okay. I didn't think I looked like Keanu Reeves or acted like him. <laughs> um, and, uh, but... And no one else really could explain it to me either. That was just what they called me. They just called me Neo. All right. And, uh, and like, you know, some people joked it's because I was the one. And I'm like, but right, <laughs> so you're saying, like, I have some sort of preternatural talent uh, or disposition towards be, towards this, you know, athletic endeavor? Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't get that. But so that was kind of like a soft nickname for a while. And then 
when I signed up with Rip Rogers training, I'm in the office and you like you give him money and he writes your name down and he keeps a he keeps a paper track of like who owes him what. Right. Uh, and so like I'm I'm joining his 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 class his program now, and I give him the money or whatever, and then he he just stares at me, like. And then and then uh, he I guess he must have noticed the uncomfortable silence and he goes, he goes, I'm trying to think of your name. And then he and then he like looks over at the late Rod Steele, and he's like, well he's the rookie right. So we'll call him the veteran, the vet. <laughs> Ten years in the business, like, and every time he's so like, so that was it. As simple as that, he just as just ironic as because I was brand new, I was going to be called the veteran. That's awesome. And then that was his, so that's his nickname. That's a Rip Rogers bestowed nickname. And then every time he, you know, every time he'd see me, uh, he'd be like, vet, you know, two years in the business. And then, uh, vet five years in the business vet 10 years in the business. And the number would just go up every time, like right. without fail, you know, until it got to some astronomical, like impossible, you know, numbers like yeah. vet 127 years in the business. Like that's pretty so. cool. I love rip. He's, he's a fantastic guy, like super, super smart, but that's, that's funny. No, I never knew that. That's, that's awesome. Uh, and mm -hmm. it stuck. Cause I mean, I mean, you so are, you are the vet. Yeah. That's handed down by the man himself. That's it's cool. nothing I would ever call myself. It's <laughs> a little generic for my taste. I'd like something a little more personal, but I use it so that people from the past can identify me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Cause they might not know my shoot name. Right. So, but now if, if, if guys I used to, you know, work with were don't rec recognize my shoot name, but if they know the vet, if they remember the vet, then uh, that's how they'll know it. Oh, I know him. You know, that's pretty cool. No, I like that. That's a good story. Uh, that's a great way to end the show, uh, guys. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Rad Rob Gaming and Instagram. Even though I can't get on my Instagram because I apparently forget my password, and Facebook wants me to you know take a picture <laughs> yep. and hold up a fucking sign. Facebook again? And, yeah, uh, I just don't want to do that because you know, goddamn it, I got I got principles, and I'm not gonna. They already track me everywhere. I don't fucking need them, you know, having pictures. I mean, whatever. Uh, so I can't get into my Instagram, but if, if I ever get back on there, you could follow me at, at Rad Rob Gaming. Uh, I'm also a, a Twitch gaming streamer. Speaking of which, the vet and I are going to try to play some some variation of Street Fighter at some point. Uh, do you have a Twitch channel? Yes, you do. So we can do like a co-stream. Uh, can you co-stream? Is or do you have to be partnered for that? I don't. I never. I never. No. That. Okay. Well. It's like, no. there, isn't there like a stream squad or I forgot what the fuck they call it, squad stream or some shit where you guys can simultaneously stream at the same time? And I'm not sure. I've never actually looked into it. All right. Well, I'll. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, so if we're gonna play it, uh, time's running out on 2021, yeah, yeah, the yeah. anniversary year. Yeah, that's true. So we'll have to see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eventually, uh, hopefully soon, we'll we'll get together and, and play some Street Fighter. Uh, but twitch.tv slash radrobgaming. I'm assuming yours is twitch.tv slash opinionaver. Man, you're good. I'm good. Hey, what did I tell you? I'm a pro. Uh, what are you playing these days, Rob? You still Mario Maker? Still playing Mario Maker 2, but now, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm actually into Lawn Mowing Simulator. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, it's How a good are you at mowing lawns? 
I'm getting better. Are you ready to try a real lawn? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I'm learning the tips of the, of the trade. Uh, no, I like it. It's it's a relaxing game, and it's it's oddly addictive, and I can't stop playing it. I can't explain it. I, I do like taking care of my own lawn because, you know, I like taking care of my property, and uh, I, I take pride in my, my yard, but I never thought I'd be doing it in video game fashion, and I love it. So, uh, And apparently a lot of other people like it, too. I One of those things you can't explain. What is the appeal to mowing a virtual lawn as opposed to... Because, look, I understand. Like, if you're doing a simulator, you got access to all kinds of crazy lawnmowers Fuck that yeah, you'd dude. never probably get yeah, in real life. Exactly. So. Zero, all these big zero turns. and Yeah, for sure. I think that's a lot of the appeal, too. Plus, you can hire you know employees, and they can do jobs for you as well, and you're kind of building your own you know virtual landscaping empire. That's pretty cool. I don't know. I like so it. you, so in the game, you drive to the Home Depot parking lot. <laughs> uh, I wish uh, it was that detailed, but it's 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 not. But <laughs> it's a stupid dick. woke lawn mowing simulator. God damn it! Yeah, but I mean, there's others too. There's like truck driving simulator. There's farm simulator. I think. There's oh, like I'm well aware of the simulator. Goat simulator, I think, as well. Fucking some of them. It's weird. There's a new one. There's a. I think it's a gas station. I watched some kid play this. Uh, it's like gas station simulator. You got to run around, fucking like take care of everybody, like reorder supplies and clean up fucking trash on the floor and fill people's fucking gas tanks up. And I, I'm, I'm a little. Yeah, let me get home from a hard day at my job <laughs> no and shit, play man. a game about yeah. having a different job. <laughs> um, I don't like I don't like games that are pressuring me. True. You that's, know, that's why I never got into The Sims. Like, don't that, pressure me to live. I do agree with that. You know, like, yeah. I, I can't be doing that. I don't have time for that. I can't take care of my real family, let alone a fucking virtual family. Right. Uh, that's fantastic. No one has to pee that much. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this entertaining version of RKW Rewind, talking about our favorite Christmas movies and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, this is not a weekly show anymore. It's kind of whenever I have time with all the other six podcasts that I do. Uh, but uh, if you want to listen to my other podcasts, yeah, you should know where they are by now. Uh, but definitely check out Brad Shepard Unleashed. I'm pretty sure Vet wants to be a guest on that show at some point. Uh, Vet Unleashed. <laughs> Vet Unleashed. I don't think. Have you ever been unleashed? I mean, you're kind of you're kind of tame on the next level. I've never been leashed. Ah, see what you did there. Guys, we'll see you next time right here on HMG. Thank you for listening to this episode of RTW Rewind. For all the latest news and announcements, please follow us on Twitter at RTW Brand. You can also follow Rad Rob at Rad Rob Gaming. You've been listening to RTW Rewind exclusively here on HMG and the Rad Rob Radio Network.